Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your, thy faithful, and kindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Remember thy congregation, which thou hast possessed from the beginning. Let us pray. O God, who does instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant with the same Spirit, that we may be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lady, Seat of Wisdom, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Philip Neri, pray for us. St. Francis de Sales, pray for us. Blessed Juvenal, pray for us. Blessed Anthony, pray for us. Blessed Salvio, pray for us. St. John Henry, pray for us. St. John of God, pray for us. St. John de Brebeuf, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us. St. Luke, pray for us. St. Mark She, pray for us. St. Andrew Kim, pray for us. St. Andrew Bassett, pray for us. St. Martin de Porres, pray for us. St. Peter Claver, pray for us. St. Maximilian Colby, pray for us. St. Lorenzo Ruiz, pray for us. St. Francis of Assisi, pray for us. St. Norbert, pray for us. St. Benedict, pray for us. St. Antoninus, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. St. Catherine of Siena, pray for us. St. Teresa of Avila, pray for us. St. Maria of the Incarnation, pray for us. St. Kateri, pray for us. St. Bikita, pray for us. St. Alfonso, pray for us. St. Teresa of Calcutta, pray for us. St. Therese of Lisieux, pray for us. St. Edith Stein, pray for us. St. Marguerite Bourgeois, pray for us. Blessed Catherine of St. Augustine, pray for us. St. Agnes, pray for us. St. Justin Martyr, pray for us. St. Angela Marici, pray for us. All you angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas Akempis, Book 3, Chapter 27. Self-love is a great hindrance in our quest for the highest good. Christ the Beloved, my son, you must give me all for all. Keep no aspect of yourself as your private concern. You know, loving yourself does you more harm than anything in the world. The hold which anything has upon your heart is determined by the love and affection you bear towards that thing. If your love is sincere, simple, and under control, you will not be held prisoner by things. Do not desire what is not right for you to have or possess anything that you may experience as getting in your way and depriving you of inward freedom. How strange it is that you do not trust yourself to me from the bottom of your heart, together with all that you can desire or possess. Why waste away in useless grief? Why wear yourself out with unnecessary cares? Wait on my good pleasure, and you shall come to no harm. If you want this thing or that, or have a mind to be in one place or another, to gratify your own taste or convenience, you will never be at rest, never free from care. In everything you will find some lack of perfection, in every place someone to thwart your wishes. There is nothing to be gained then by acquiring and increasing outward possessions. What does do you good is to think nothing of such things. Cut them right out of your hearts. Root and branch. 
I am speaking not only of amassing riches, but also of going about in quest of honors and of the desire to receive vain praise. All of these things pass away together with the world. The place you live in can be but a poor defense. If you lack fervor of spirit, if you seek for peace in outward affairs, it will not stay firm for long. If your heart is not standing on its proper foundations, on me, I mean, you can find somewhere else to live in, but it will not make you any better. The chance may come and you accept it. But even there, you will find what you were trying to get away from and probably worse troubles into the bargain. A prayer for a clean heart and heavenly wisdom. Oh, my God, strengthen me by the grace of your Holy Spirit. Make firm within me any efforts to be holy. Empty my heart from all unnecessary worry and anxiety. And do not let it be carried away by the desire of anything whatsoever, whether worth the having or otherwise. Make me see that all things are passing away, and that I too must one day follow them. For there is nothing beneath the sun that lasts forever, and everything here is but frustration and lost labor, all of it. He is a wise man whose thoughts run thus. Lord, give me your heavenly wisdom that I may learn to seek you and find you above all things else, to love and understand you more than anything. Let me see all of the things as they are, in the way your wisdom has disposed them. Give me the prudence to keep away from those who flatter me, the patience to bear with those who oppose me. This is wisdom indeed, to refuse to be swayed by every gust of speech from the mouths of men and not to give ear to those siren voices that lure a man so sweetly to his doom. Following such a course, we advance fearlessly along the road we have begun to tread. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Wisdom. That's what this final prayer keeps praying for. Heavenly wisdom. And what does this heavenly wisdom do? Well, the scriptures say it makes us friends with God. Wisdom is described as coming from above. The wisdom of God enables us to judge rightly. What does that mean? Well, it means that it allows us to taste the value of seeking God above all things. And wisdom allows us to find God. Wisdom emerges from our divine charity and our divine faith. Having loved God, we suddenly have the ability to make these intellectual judgments in which, on the basis of our love, we grasp the value in a kind of experiential way 
of seeking God. We, by wisdom, we know that loving and understanding God is worth more than everything else. And the wisdom that allows us to judge everything in light of God, as they are, as God disposed them, in relation to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We believe everything's created by God. We love God. We love things as he created them. But what gives the mind the ability to actually in here and now recognize that this thing is disposed of in a certain way by God? Here and now, why is it of value to me to seek God, to find God? It's this wisdom. But wisdom is a gift of the Holy Spirit. That means it has to be prayed for and asked for in prayer. We cannot force this wisdom. But when this wisdom touches us, it changes everything. It perfects our love. It's a kind of grace of prayer. It makes us friends of God. And it makes us aware that Christ, our beloved, is dwelling within us. We begin to understand that he is within us. And by this wisdom, we can say no to our self-love, which is at the root of all our sins. It takes us out of ourselves and throws us into the way God views the world. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.